My guest today is someone who is absolutely killing it with her instrument. Two EPs in, playing all over the world. Not only is Nabaya Garcia rocking her solo career, but she's also in some bands like Maria, Maisha, and plays with Edward Collective, Theon Cross, and loads more. Nabaya Garcia is a total force to be reckoned with, and today we are one to one in the studio. Supreme standards. Travel. Oh god, yeah. Like I swear, what's like, the latest one? I can't even remember. Every time I check your Twitter, it's just like mm-hmm. something's damaged or something's late or like struggling oh. to like make something that you need to get to. Always <laughs> like, delayed. Why are you Always getting the worst delayed. luck? I think it's it's the it's it's just the probability of the amount that I travel. Yeah. Like I haven't counted the amount that I travelled last year because I'm I just don't I don't think it's going to be healthy to know. Right. But. Um, Please tell me you signed up for Air Miles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Um, absolutely. But it's it's just the amount that I travel. Like, say if I did um, 20, 20, 20 flights, um, 20, 10, 20 return flights in a month, you know, is that, that the likely sort of number? It will be for the rest of the year. Wow. Mm. Yeah, nice. <laughs> ish. I don't know really, but I try looking at my calendar. There's very, very few gaps uh-huh. <laughs> so and considering that I'm doing four dates in the UK that kind of puts yeah, it into perspective that's but so true. it's purely just because I travel quite a lot and and through various spans so it's like not just my stuff it's like um when when I get the train I am joyful that I'm getting the train <laughs> somewhere. Right. Yeah, you can just kind of um, sit and like not think about connections yeah, and all that stuff. There's so not much. such a stressful check-in process. Like it's in, it's out. There's no delays. Yeah, or like yeah. the delays are like ten minutes rather than an hour or two. Um, but it's it's just because I I've the 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 amount that I travel has gone up, which means some of it has to go wrong. Unfortunately, that as much as I'd happen. love it not to. <laughs> right. What do you do when you're traveling? Like, do you listen to a lot of stuff, or so, sleep, or read, or what? What do you fill yourself with? I read quite a lot, but I also <laughs> I'm a new I'm a new Netflix person, and I say new within the last year because I was like, oh, I'm not paying for something else, like whatever. And then I realized you could download. So now <laughs> I'm like catching up on loads of documentaries, like just finishing off bloody series that I really shouldn't be watching, but it's fun. Um, what is it? Well, I watched the entirety of How to Get Away with Murder on my last tour, I think. I've heard of it. I know nothing it's about really it. It's really good. It's just like hooks you in. I do not watch any of that psychological tr- tr- um, thriller stuff or like mm-hmm. anything to do with death, but I watch Stranger Things because everyone was raving on about it yeah. and that, that kind of like got me okay to watch all this other like gory like gateway drug. And stuff yeah and now I'm just like that shit is too much for me I um, can't watch that anymore <laughs> so yeah no I think basically um, yeah I watch some stuff uh, nature documentaries and also read and listen to music a lot really cool. like if you're on a plane and there's or a train and there's, you know, a lot of noise and bright lights because they don't think you need to sleep. Um, well, I just put on an album or whatever and, and I'll listen to one over and over again until I get to where I'm going to go. Wicked. Yeah, that yeah. sounds like the right thing to do. And it, it, you're so right. It's so illogical how a lot of planes, just like the brightest places that you can find yourself in. I can't even begin to tell you how annoying. <laughs> like, I've got everything I need now. Cool. Really good. great headphones uh-huh. and a really good mask 
for my eyes. Yes, it's so necessary. Yeah, I sleep yeah. with that in a dark room anyway. Really? You get used to sleeping with an eye mask so much so yeah. that like I can't sleep without the pressure on my eyes. Really? Yeah, just like it tells me in that a physical trigger. Yes, yeah, mm. like okay, there's a little like pressure on your nose yeah. now, so it's time to nod off. Um, <laughs> that good. and earplugs. Yeah, it's it's a bit of an addiction, but yeah. I guess it could be like hooked on much worse things. <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. Did I see you on your travels on Instagram, like learning French recently? Well, are you still learning? I am. I'm basically. I've got this goal. I am. What? How old am I? I'm 27. By the time I'm 35, I would like to be able to speak French, Spanish, and Portuguese. I knew you were going to go for more than one language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to yeah, be a absolutely. big ambition. I've been learning French since I was about 10 years old, and I'm still rubbish. <laughs> but um, it's more that I'm. I'm. You know, I'm traveling more to these places. I went to Brazil a year a year ago, two years ago, and that kind of like just threw me into another world and I want to be able to go back for the rest of my life um and you're not you're not even remotely entering the culture or even being a part of it unless you can talk to people um and that's you know yeah I can speak through music but what about if I want to go and get an orange from the market or I want to hear the story from this um from an old lady who, you know, had a story to tell last week or whatever that she's been telling everyone that like, I'm not going to know anything about it. So I think, yeah, you've you've got to get, if you can and if you want to and if you have the passion for it, then you you, you need to learn to use your brain and your, your soul in a different way. Um, Are you picking it up a bit better than when you started first time around? Cause definitely. I, I guess language and music, it, I imagine it uses the same part of your brain. I, and that it's reading and people tell me this. Yeah, I am. I I don't get it. I don't get it now. I now and have many friends that are bilingual and trilingual or whatever. Like it's. I think it's phenomenal. Like I will forever be um, awed by people who can speak multiple languages or even just another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nothing to them. You know, it's just like oh, you know, just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, literally just falls out their mouth. And I think it's. I think it's incredible. Yeah, like think about. All the things that you can say in English that, um, or things things that you can say in French or Spanish that don't exist in the same way in English. Like there's so much that we're missing, and in every single language, do you know what I mean? There's words that mean something similar to, but not you can't describe it in the same way. Mm. And I'm, you know, obviously obsessed with Brazil, so I want to learn Portuguese. And I was like picking up a few things when I was there. And French has been like, you know, I did French A-level, but still was rubbish, but I'm, I'm on it. A-level as well is like <laughs> quite a commitment. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened, but I think it's just a confidence thing. Um, definitely, like, you can learn all the vocabulary you want. If you can't put it together in a sentence and walk up to someone and be like, hey, excuse me, do you know where this thing is? Without getting your phone out of your pocket. Mm. Like, that's that's that takes confidence, you know. And it also takes confidence to make a mistake and be aware that you've made a mistake. Like you've said a word that's like really bad instead of the one that you meant to. Right, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Like it's just a process and, and being in um, Cuba recently, like Spanish again. Like, I, And also my surname's Garcia. Do you know how many times I walk through an airport or station in any country and people are like, oh, Garcia, like, and they start speaking to you in Spanish. <laughs> Yeah, oh, and I have quite. like yeah, it's, it's super <laughs> embarrassing, and I have no no Spanish in me yet, 
Um, so those are the three that I would like to know. Sweet. In the next, like, whatever, five or seven years. Where does your surname come from then? So, um, my family's from the Caribbean. Uh-huh. My granddad uh, was born in Trinidad, but his father uh, was from Venezuela. Um, or a father after that. I don't know the details, details. But I think between those generations, yeah, he came from Venezuela to Trinidad and Tobago and... The rest is history, Trinidad and Tobago to London. Cool, that name travelled such a long way. Yeah, and it's a everywhere. Long time. Like, oh my God, it's everywhere. <laughs> it, like, it's all over the streets in Cuba. It's all over, you know, statues. It's all over Spain. It's, it's everywhere. If you're listening to this podcast, it means you'll totally be into our lineup that we're putting on on the 25th of April in London. So we're staying south of the river for Pajan and Project Karnak at Corsica, legendary venue. It's pretty small, pretty intimate, so get your tickets before they sell out on supremestandards.com. Cool. So there's a game I want to play with you called Life Swap, which I've done with um, a few people on the podcast. And it's essentially where you keep your life exactly as it is, but you get to pick three alternate lifestyles. It could be any time in history or the future or any job, any country, be someone that exists or doesn't exist. So, for example, I would uh, be... Like, I'd have a coffee shop in Japan, like, in the countryside. <laughs> I'd be some sort of, like, paraglider that knows that they could never die. And um, I'd also... Um, maybe, like, a travelling poet or something. So those would wow. be my three, and I'd dip in and out as I please for as long or as short as I like. That's so. such a good range. Yay! I just came off right at the top of my head. Thank really? you. Yeah. Okay. But I'm well, quite used to playing this game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you changed every time? Oh, every time. That's I, I really literally cool. change it day to day. That's really yeah. cool. Okay, um... One thing. Oh, God, this is hard. Um, Don't think about it too much. Okay. Well, I would say I would love to be an athlete. Cool. Do I would love to be an athlete, but not like an Olympic one. I don't think I can handle the pressure. But maybe I could. Who knows? But um, I'm fascinated by like skiing and snowboarding are you yeah wow. yeah yeah like i used to do sports so i could go down that road road and be like oh yeah athletics and gymnastics but i want to go for something that i've like i can do but have never done like super super amazingly well um so that would be like that would be incredible to like be amazing at skiing or snowboarding yeah, or totally. and do all those tricks and stuff do you watch the winter olympics when it comes around? i do sometimes like and I always seem to get, like, stuck on where they do the ski jump thing. And I'm like, oh, God, you look like you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> um, but they never do. And it's amazing. It's amazing to watch. Um, Unless, did you ever see the jump on Channel 4? I did. I never saw <laughs> I it. But you were just seeing the tabloids that once a week is like, someone's broken their legs. Like, yeah, I would yeah, never yeah, go on yeah, that no, show. No. I don't think I could do it. Like, if no, you told me tomorrow, okay, great, you're going to do it. And I'd be like, sorry, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it would be really fun. And, like, super interesting to be sick at, like, winter skiing, snowboarding sports. So that's one. Cool. Good shout. Um, I think I'd like to be, like, a mango farmer. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a mango. A what? I thought you were just going to stop at mango. A but mango like, farmer. Yeah, but you don't really, like, I mean, you can't really call it a farmer because I think I'd just like to grow mangoes. Like, but, like exquisitely well like what the best mangoes in the world 
Um, Watch because, out, Del Monte. Yeah, just, they're my favourite. They're my favourite. But, yeah, I want to know how good you can get it. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you so, buy it chopped or do you do it yourself? Oh, God, never chopped. Absolutely never chopped. I mean... <laughs> For okay. two you guys like, no, 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 no. Only because I'll explain. Um, I'm not saying that I've never partaken in someone else giving me a chopped bucket of bloody mangoes from an M&S but I think that's just an example of if it's not in season you shouldn't have it mm. you know you shouldn't be able to walk it like this is a very very big tangent and I'll be quick but <laughs> take your time you should not go into a supermarket and be like okay I want a melon okay I want a strawberry and it's like December and I can have one like I love fruit as much as the next person but I think it's disgusting what they're doing yeah um and maybe it's good for the farmers, maybe it isn't. But you can't transport all of this shit from, like, what did I see the other day? When you see, um, I can't remember what it was. It was something, and I was like, I looked at the label, and it was like Brazil. And you know, that's come such a long way. I like, was you, just like, I know come what you mean. On. You wonder what's in it, right? To make it last and. Well, it's like frozen and and anything that gets flown over. Like, you know how cold it is. You know how cold it is in the hold. Like, Mm. what are they doing to it? So that is the tangent. I won't continue. (laughs) Mango farmers are brilliant. (laughs) But, like, I just, I think think it would be, like, super, you could do it with anything. But, like, be the ultimate, um, the ultimate at creating and providing the best, um, the best, the best mangoes, or the best bananas, or the best blueberries, or whatever it is. But mangoes is mine. That sounds dope. I, I think in my fourth alternative life, I would be the coffee bean grower and just sniff it hard and just take all day picking it and knowing really? they're the best. Yeah, that'd yeah. Be sick. So I'll find a plot of land next to your mangoes. Yeah, come through, time. man. Yeah. I don't know where yet, but like Brazil could be an option. Caribbean, like Trinidad, could be an option. Tobago is pretty nice. Um, we'll see. Research to be done. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. The third one, um, maybe like, like a, I don't know, like an explorer, just like walk, you know, trek and hike and and see things with your eyes rather than on a screen or on your phone. So I'm, I'm like in the vibe of doing stuff at the moment, basically. Yeah, <laughs> so kind of like uh, to help putting together maps or something? Or is no, it more no. like personal This is literally just for me, all for me, and whoever Brilliant. wants to come with me can come with me. But, Sounds luscious. But like not even to go and take photos, to just go and experience it. Um, I was watching, I think I saw this thing the other day, like, I don't know what it was, but it was it was this little short mini doc on geotagging and how that's kind of like really good, what but also that? really bad. Geotagging is when you take a photo oh, and you, you tag the place, um, and then that like the increase of traffic in you know these hidden wonders of the world over the last five ten years via geotagging like there's a movement to like people to get people to stop doing it so that the so the places that have the infrastructure for tourism and discovery are obviously great but um people change the lay of the land if you're getting um i can't remember what it where or what it was but it was like horseshoe lake or something i think it was in america um and 
yeah, it inc- the the footfall in a year had gone from like tens of thousands to like two point five million. Oh my um, days! Yeah, yeah. I'll try and find you the the little yeah. like I think it was a, a Vox mini doc um, that I watched and and. So that kind of like, I love finding new things and exploring, like, can I take photos? And like, absolutely. And I tag them. So I think this, you know, live swap thing, I'd, I'd, I'd like to just see more, but not for like a purpose other than for me and whoever I'm with rather than like, oh my God, guys, I went to this place, look at what I found. <laughs> I you hear know? you. Yeah, like, not for the sake tell of kind of like showing off it. my yeah. film, but actually like, exploring for your own fulfillment oh, absolutely and like yeah. talking about it but not being like um you know I was having a very interesting conversation I'm full of tangents today by the way oh it's great um, take me down <laughs> but I was having this really interesting conversation about the fact that oh my god my mind just went blank <laughs> oh, no. I think your tangent went on a tangent yeah it did anyway maybe it will come back to me but anyway yeah jump in when you know it and we'll, <laughs> we'll travel down it together all of us listening You're listening to the Supreme Standards Podcast and if you're here, then there's a really good chance you've been here before. So thank you so much for coming back. It would mean a lot to us if you took a few seconds just to drop us a comment, rate the podcast or share it with your friends. If you're listening on the Intel app, then you can actually share an individual chapter on socials with your friends rather than the whole show. So feel free to get picky and release your favourite bits. Find out more on intel.co. reminds me that you're independent right Mm -hmm. like you have um a team that help you with live bookings but when it comes to like managing your career that's that's you Mm -hmm. so how conscious was that decision and, and why well um I think it was just a needs must it's like you learn things along the way via other bands and then you know I started doing stuff and I like just it just happened that it got quite busy and things started going quite well but it was a needs must sort of thing and then it was like well I'm glad I know all this stuff and then it was like this is exhausting um but at the same time like I am talking to people who are there you know who are going to be there in a maybe a managerial position or maybe an assistant position or like a PA or whatever it is um but that's undecided and yeah for now and and in the past like I've never had a manager um and now I think I'm I'm finally understanding like why people get managers like you can get a manager too early you know, and then you click your fingers and you expect something to happen and not even in a disrespectful way. It's just that you haven't been through it yourself. You haven't have a, had to comb through your emails and, and find this one reference number for this one thing that you need or you haven't had to, like, you know, organise a day of interviews yourself. But until you do that, you're not going to learn how to do that efficiently. Um and you make mistakes and you learn things along the way and then you chat to other people and they're like, oh yeah, this happened to me too. And then you can be like, oh, but why don't you try this? You know, it's all, a, it's meant to be, like we're out here, we're meant to be a collective of, and the wider collective is that you're a musician. Um, and even if you aren't an independent musician, like you can learn at any time that you want to decide you want to learn. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... I don't think it was a, it's not a conscious decision. It's just, I changed my mind a lot and I'm a super impatient person. Um, so things can happen really quickly. Things don't happen really quickly. And that kind of shifts your focus elsewhere if something can't happen, um, you know, 
in the way that you want it to. Like we were meant to go to Brazil last August and for for various reasons we couldn't make the de- the dates match up and it was like it was too risky. If there were any of delays, we would have missed it. So I'm an impatient person. I was like, why can't we make it happen? We can make it happen. We can get on that flight. We can make it. But you also have the worst luck in flights. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've, I've been there too many times where you're, you get there four or five hours late. So I had to let that go until this year. And then okay, maybe it won't happen nice. this year. It's to be confirmed. Okay. But it doesn't mean that it's completely off the table. And because, you know... I can't remember what I was doing last August, which is terrible, but that opened up doors to do other things. Yes. So it's not a conscience, conscious decision to me to for me to be like, okay, I want to I want to get away from this. Like this is my family, I don't want to get away from it, but it doesn't have to be as closed-minded as everyone is writing about it mm. or speaking about it. Um in my opinion, like we have so much to do and offer. It doesn't have to mean those two words don't have to mean so little in people's um perspectives uk jazz yeah the possibilities like as cheesy as it sounds the possibilities are very endless because i'm 27 years old you know you i've had a band for like two years this my band for like two or three years that's mad yeah i've got loads to do <laughs> there's so yeah there's so many like pathways and like mm. you've got your own um imprint now mm-hmm. right nyasha yeah. um and i i was actually googling for your label and then i saw that it had a meaning that i didn't know which i've written down where is it it was um well it's actually on urban dictionary so i don't know how like, what does it mean i didn't even is. know this is so on urban dictionary it means uh well it just said nyashas are very beautiful and kind people yeah that's what my dad says oh sweet. it's my middle name that's why <laughs> it's called okay, that's um, where it's from yeah yeah Nyasha right records. i got curious yeah cool. yeah um one of my middle names anyway okay got you um yeah. so how is the label stuff sort of going like are you it's looking good. at like signing anyone or is it purely for your well, own means at the moment i think before i sign anyone um it needs a little bit more cooking do you know what i mean i think there's a danger to sign people too uh, too early for your own label that would put them in jeopardy as well as like you don't really know what you're doing if I'm ever going to sign anyone I need a label manager because I'm a musician Mm. so right now you know so potentially yeah in the future definitely it's 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 a thing now (laughs) yeah of course yeah it's kind of got its own life that it's and it's very early on yeah Um, it's very early so it's got it's got it's got a lot more cooking to do Cool, just let it simmer, let it simmer. Um, we've got a few questions from people on Twitter. So first one, I'm going to like run through five. Feel free to like quick fire these. Um, okay. So Stanley at 2218 says, when are you coming to South Africa and when are you releasing a full album? Well, I thought they knew this. I'm coming next month. <gasps> and the, my gig is on the 29th of March at Cape Town Jazz Festival. Maybe he just wanted to give you a chance to plug it. Yeah, yeah, plug in away. Thank you, Stanley. Um, I can't remember the rest of the tag, but thank you for asking. Very sweet. Thank you. Um, Papa's Gun, who is at Jim underscore Tonic, says, are you perceiving a change within the jazz scene, i.e. elitism or blending with other genres? Ooh. Chunky question. Very chunky yeah. question. Okay. No need to quick fire that, by the way, because I feel like that's, <laughs> that, that could be another another fun tangent. Wait, start to say the question again. So are please. you perceiving a change <laughs> within the jazz scene, such uh-huh. as elitism or blending with other genres? Yes and yes to both of those. Quick fire. Quick because, fire. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, from my point of view, 
From my perspective, it's very obvious, but um, I understand that it may not be if if you're not within it or if you don't get get the option to see things. The elitist often. side of things. No, 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 to see the gigs um, often that are going on wherever you are. I'd be interested to know where he lives. Um, but I think, <clears throat> excuse me, um, elitism-wise, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that by seeing um, a more diverse representation of the UK within this genre of music is encouraging more people from more backgrounds mm. to come up in whichever way they want to, via youth groups, via schools, via whatever, conservatoire if you want to do that, like whichever way. So that in itself is tackling elitism, I hope. I have to see the results. But I am seeing the results, you know. I, we see it every single year. Um, but, yeah, that's that's my answer for that question. I could go on. That is I a won't. good cue. That's <laughs> a very good cue. Um, our third one is from Adam Sief, who is at Adam Sief. Uh, he says, I'd like, to, uh, I'd like you to ask Nabaya how she developed such a strong, emotional and musical personality for someone so young. That's really sweet. Thank you for calling me young. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how, like, in your 20s, I, I relate to this too, how you can get a complex about your age, and it's like... I'm so loving being 27. So young. But, and I'm, but I'm also the youngest of four, so I'll cool. always be young. You're so that's young. fine. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you do. You do because I think um, millennials just get this complex about, like, oh, my God, I must have achieved everything by the age of 25. And that's never going to happen, you know. Like, I, I left uni at 24. No way. Yeah, I started yeah. uni late. I started uni at 20. I remember, because mm-hmm. we did that interview thing for Boiler Room, like, three years ago, and you had just graduated. I don't worry about it. It was ages for ago. For Boiler Room. Um, it was, like, hell. a written thing. They went through, like, oh, a yeah. really short phase of doing written features. I remember. Um, and we were in Soho somewhere, and yeah. it's like literally the moment you were kind of like graduating and leaving, it was like boom, 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 yeah, like lots yeah, of stuff yeah. happening. That's mad because like, like that literally feels like yesterday. We went to that. Really? Yeah, we went to that theatre spot next to the theatre. Yeah, perception of time wow. is a crazy thing. Yeah. Anyway, I totally just like took over Adam's question no, no, to no, talk no, no, about no. my own complex. <laughs> no, um, <but> so <laughs> I think he was like talking about like okay, yeah, how you develop your musical personality. How did I develop my musical personality? I, I'm still doing it. I, I can't really answer that question. Up until now, I'd say that it's just, how, do, how does anyone develop their personality? It's the people that you're around, the situations that you're around, like every situation shapes you. Every musical situation has shaped me in a way, like, you know, steered me towards something or away from something, um, or put that something that I've been steered away from on the back burner until... I'm ready to tackle it or I'm like oh yeah what was this thing this person showed me like five years ago that I was like I'm not ready for that um so I think just having really inspirational people around me definitely um and the people that are there you know that are there at gigs um teachers or you know friends basically yeah, solid it's so hard to put a finger on yeah it's yeah. really that's a hard question but I yeah I don't I also don't know. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good question. It's a good answer. Um, Kimberly Cross, last one. K at KT Sita. When Kimberly. is your next tour to Australia? Good question. I can't divulge right now. 
That's it. <laughs> okay, sweet. So just but, um, look out on socials. Yeah, well, it won't. It yeah, it depends. It's pretty damn expensive to get over there. Right. You really <laughs> but, liked it. Um, I feel like in Melbourne, like you oh yeah, I loved really it. Records. I went at the worst time of the year. It was raining the whole time. Oh. But wonderful people, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people. Um, I'll never forget. So Chris at Northside Records opened the shop for me in the evening so I could buy records. What an angel. I know. And I went to one of the best in-stores I've ever seen. Um, I don't know if you know this artist, and I don't know how to say her name properly, so it's kind of embarrassing, but I think it's like Kate. Yeah. Kate. You put me on to some really good stuff after that trip. Yeah. She came to Worldwide with some records of like the goods and Kate. Yeah, yeah. She's dope, man. Like, I... I want to go back to just see her. Nice. Cool. <laughs> she's right. a she's a she's a wicked musician, and that was like one of the best in stores. Like the vibe was strong. They just have amazing music over there. Like really, really, really great musicians. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of Clever Austin stuff. Just, I don't know, man. Something's in the water over there because they're damn great. <laughs> <laughs> right, 100. I like Alicia Joy is coming back over in the UK as well, which I'm super excited about. Mm. Like, there's a lot of really good stuff bubbling down there. Absolutely. Um, man, it's been really. Good to chat with you. Thank Thanks you for so having much me. for hanging out. Thanks for listening and subscribe via whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Although we do recommend Entel, of course. So if you're already living your best life on Entel right now, then remember you can share your favourite chapter with your friends or on social media. And whilst you're on it, make sure that you subscribe. Catch you in the next episode.